0: Hi guys, today's episode is brought to you by Pure Relief CBD at purerelief.com. Pure Relief carries CBD oils, edibles, vape gear, topicals, concentrates, and pet products for every one of your CBD needs. Pure Relief products are independently tested, pharmacist-formulated, and made from hemp sourced in the United States with CO2 extraction. Plus, Pure Relief makes it easy to try their product. Try their free 500 or 1000 milligram CBD daily dose sample or their CBD pain salve, and see if CBD is right for you. Simply pay shipping and you'll get a single dose sent straight to your door. CBD is non-psychoactive, non-addictive, has minimal side effects, and can be used safely by children, adults, and animals. I use CBD for my Diagnosed Generalized Anxiety Disorder and Major Depressive Disorder. And at the end of 2017, I use CBD to successfully go completely off of all pharmaceuticals. Join the thousands of people using CBD to enhance their lives and wellness by visiting purerelief.com and use code STONERMOM for a whopping 25% off your CBD order That's purerelief.com. Code stonermom. What's up, podcast listeners? You are listening to Mom and Dad are Stoned, a podcast for responsible cannabis users, brought to you by thestonermom.com. That is me. I am the stoner mom, a.k.a. Catherine, and I am joined, as always, by my wonderful husband, David. Mm-hmm. We are parents to four and legal cannabis users in the great state of Colorado. I said legal. Legal. In this podcast, we pour a couple drinks, smoke a little weed, relax, and talk about cannabis, our lives, pop culture, and more. What's up? It's been two weeks. It's been a week. It's been every other week. It's been bi-weekly. We don't know. Hello.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: I'm doing great. How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm drinking coffee from our new coffee maker.
0: You're very pleased with yourself about your new coffee maker. I
1: mean, don't you like it too? It looks pretty impressive, right? It does. Um, And I am drinking a little bit of grandpa's medicine, which is coffee and bourbon.
0: So you're really getting into libation corner. I am. I'm jumping right in. Well, ladies and gentlemen... Welcome to Libation Corner. I think it's time for me to
1: What are you libating on?
0: I need to re up, actually. Re up. And that means well, I don't need to buy more because we grow ours.
1: Re up means you need to go down to the apartment complex in Baltimore, Maryland. Oh shit. And you need to go see your friend. Um who do you need to see? Um I forgot. Let's all just of say those. Avon. Let's just say Avon Barksdale. Why not? He's right out there. He's not. And you are gonna well, maybe during that phase where he took his corner seriously.
0: How about the first guy? What was the first guy? I name?
1: can't remember his name.
0: How about Diggy? Is that a person? <laughs> or is that a Probably, Ziggy?
1: No, I don't know. Sounds like we need to watch to the wire again.
0: Yeah, always.
1: Um, but anyway, you're going out there and you're re upping, right? You're getting you're re upping on your- I
0: am re uh, filling my bowl. I've been smoking, but I didn't really smoke very much, so I'm ready to get nice and good and stoned with you, my dear. I have a bunch of ground up. This was Mandarin cookies. Oh, yes. Is what's the ground up.
1: And, and what then, else? Are you smoking a uh, pre-roll that we made? That I made that is so well, terrible? Well, what did
0: you put in the other? That
1: is also Mandarin cookies.
0: Oh, and then, yes, you rolled me a blunt your is it very terrible? first time. And it's wonderful. Oh, okay, good. I'm gonna light it right now.
1: Here she goes. This is a juicy wrap.
0: I know, but it's it feels dry for some reason.
1: I wonder why. I've noticed my weed is kind of moist, so I think I need to get some of those humidity packs. Throw them in my uh, mason jars.
0: I think your weed is perfect. You don't
1: think it's too wet? I mean, no, like, oh, I,
0: I remember back in the day, you used to give me weed that was way too wet. But that you
1: I, had to like lay that out. That I would on. literally
0: <laughs> lay out myself and just be like
1: yeah like, I got to drive
0: that a little bit I
1: guess I'll put a paper towel and It something. destroys
0: your grinders, you know yeah, you it's, guys, like... it's so sticky <laughs> and um it's
1: dumb yeah.
0: anyway I'm not a
1: master um curer at all. I'm not a masturbator at all no, you're not not since I married you anyway <laughs> uh, <laughs> i uh <laughs> have um that's personal I've not been a a good- cur- <clears throat> curer I'm not good at curing. I mean, like, I, I take, I don't know. I guess I just need to research it. A I disagree.
0: More. I think you do a fabulous job. Mm. My weed is in impeccable condition in those sneak guards. Oh, my God. And when you bring it up to me, you know, it's beautiful and big. And sneak guard is the way to go.
1: That guy, you know what? I love sneak guard. And Wait. I i wish that more people love sneak guard. I know. And they don't, we're not, this is not a sponsored anything. We just love the shit out of their product.
0: Yeah. Um, so anyway, what else you're drinking? I'm not drinking. I I'm
1: drinking coffee and bourbon So because I mentioned earlier we got a new coffee maker because ours went kaput So today I was like, I'm gonna go buy a nice coffee maker I'm gonna get the one that I've always wanted and I went out and got a Cuisinart one We're in
0: libation corner
1: I know but I I know because I'm drinking coffee and, and alcohol So I'm just saying that like I was gonna pour myself a drink and then I decided to do coffee and bourbon I'm doing that and I've also smoked some of that blunt you talked about earlier and I've hit that bong right there, which is air is that Ariel? What's that's, that one's no, name? No,
0: that's violet <laughs>
1: violet and this um, Ariel. and it's got mandarin cookies in it and it's doing me. Well Rainmaker is the one I can't be around.
0: Oh,
1: it doesn't like me. We don't like each other. Oh dang, but that's okay
0: Um, I like the rainmaker maker also I have a lot of edibles in this house. You do Okay, I want. You have been buying me edibles. they have. Um, he's bought me a whole bunch of Incredibles bars in the last couple of weeks, and I have still have a bunch of um of the Mile High Mint bars. Why don't you go take some? You think I should? Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to grab one right now.
1: So um, <coughs> I don't know. <coughs> I'm sorry, I'm coughing. So there's something about you when you're on edibles that I really like. So I we went um. To a function. We were roller skating. Oh no. <laughs> and Catherine took like <clears throat> after We were at
0: the Girl Scout like, Juliet oh, lou's yeah. birthday celebration.
1: After taking a a lot of edibles and thinking you're a superwoman, you quickly found out that you cannot T- ingest 500 milligrams of thc and be okay oh i can well you you're okay, okay. but i mean like you're not going to overdose but i mean like you're just definitely like you're done you're like that Goodnight. was not
0: the night that i puked no i know <laughs> i that, know the night that i threw up was sushi <clears throat> night and that's when i took a thousand milligrams listen
1: and there were no kids around so
0: which it was 500 milligrams cbd 500 milligrams thc I right. ate almost the entire bar on my own
1: but listen, and all like, I'm trying—I'm yeah, fine. All, and I know. Then, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. But what I'm trying to say is, we went on a roller ski night, <laughs> and you just took a normal amount, like a hundred milligrams. Like- yeah. And you know what? I would like when I'm skating around and I'm looking <laughs> into the food area, and Catherine is like staring intensely at this other woman, listening <laughs> like hardcore to her conversation. And we were leaving, we get home, and Catherine's like, Yeah, I was like, you know, talking
0: to this person, and it's great. And I was like, You're
1: stoned,
0: man. Do you think the thing about talking to that particular lady? Yeah. Who is a mom that I look up to?
1: Yeah, she's cool.
0: Because she's Chinese and she's from New York, and mm. and I like her a lot. And she's the Super my cool. daughter, one of my daughter's best friends' moms. Right. And um. Anyway, she just knows everything about raising a kid well she in really this does. community, yeah. and she does it kind of on a nice. All on her own is what I'm saying. You know, yeah, for sure. She doesn't have like this big.
1: She's like a full time mom. She is amazing. Crazy.
0: She takes it. So you know, this is always the time when parents are like stepping back Mm -hmm. and um, like getting their life back focused on their lives and stuff. But the thing is, life really is like speeding up and gearing up for them. You know what I mean? And absolutely, they start getting more and more of the activities. And I mean, before you know it, it's going to be like. All this work to get them into the right high schools. So anyway, it's almost reminiscent of the whole kindergarten right. rush, which is very stressful here in Colorado. Right. Getting your kid in the best school or whatever. Um It's a thing. So anyway. And it's free to do. We're supposed to do like libation Corner and we're talking about this, but uh, what, oh, I, was, I was on fucking edibles yeah. talking.
1: Yeah, and I like the way your voice sounds when you're when you're on edibles I'm because about, so you, I just ate fifty milligrams of to tea. You eat, mildly one. slur your words like 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 a drunkard, like when you're on edibles. And I like that a lot. It's very you're like, oh, what are you saying? You know, like I love it. So it's, what
0: I like about this one mom is she does not know dick about no, weed. No. <laughs> so I feel like I can be high on edibles.
1: Yeah, she, she doesn't, doesn't know, know what the hell is going on. Yeah, she it's just pretty cool. I'm like super
0: listening, and then which I am, you like are. hardcore. Yeah, and also super confi- fighting.
1: I love it. <laughs> So that's libation so, so that's libation corner. I, okay. it's turned in like, first of all skating for me has turned into a big deal. My kids love to skate. I took them to the back to the roller rink yesterday morning <laughs> and we went skating and we had a blast. And we yes. did YMCA and the people who work there are these teenage kids and they fucking love their jobs. Like I watched like the DJ the guy when I walked in with my kids The guy DJing, like, okay, we're gonna do limbo, skate limbo, everybody in a row, you know. And then, like, I go back to get the roller skate rentals, and we're waiting there at the front counter. He's like, all right, and let's hear what this one has to say, you know. And then he turns on the music, (coughs) and then he skates out of the booth over to the roller skater rentals. And he goes, what sizes do you need? And he's a teenager. And I'm like, blah, blah, blah. And he jumps in the back and he's like, phew, phew, and he skates back with all three skates at once, like literally under five seconds.
0: So should we be campaigning for our kids getting jobs at Skate City? I think so, because sure. these kids
1: appeared extremely happy and they were thrilled and they had no adult supervision. There was maybe one person older than them all. Ugh, I
0: hate that. That can't be right. Like that's a th- that's a That was a joke and My Favorite Murder, just like... Like the yogurt shop murders, and it's like a 17-year-old closing a shop at 10 at night, you know? They're in charge of all these other fucking
1: 16-year-olds. No, 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 no. There was an adult there. There's one adult there, and he's the dude who's, like, wearing a non-uniform and a tie. He's the, like, manager of the place, and he is probably 30, okay? Okay. But I'm saying, like, everybody else is—the oldest person is 19, maybe. The youngest person is 17.
0: Skating ranks are like I mean, the they're such a part of my childhood
1: mine. Too. I had birthday it's parties like my own
0: birthday parties at Skating rink several times
1: wait, I just want to say well, let's just this is rolling straight into what's, what's going on, going with, on you with you guys So guys. boom we're rolling it in because this is exactly what we're gonna talk about. So let's keep going So
0: so we love skating.
1: Oh my god. My we love it and these honey. I just want to finish up and say that these kids Whenever there was a song you could tell that they liked they would jump out of the DJ booth and this guy had like inline those rollerblades and he was like skating around and then he gets on the very tip on both foot of the first wheel. And he's only skating on that. He's like, and then he like dives into the DJ booth and he goes, all right, YMCA. You know what I mean? Like he's ready to go. I was so impressed. I was like, this kid loves his skating job. Do you think that maybe that's where they all need to work? Can you imagine? Wouldn't it be awesome if they all work there?
0: <laughs> I'd be there all the time.
1: Me too. We'd like, Watch get, it. we'd have to go eat p- dinner, and skating, pizza dinner <laughs> at the fucking. Do they pizza have pizza? They yeah, they have pizza. It's probably terrible.
0: Remember that line getting food there?
1: It was not fun. I waited.
0: <sighs> <sighs> anyway, go frequent your local skate. Oh my
1: God. You know, you got place, one that's at least for 30 or 40 years old, for, 90 years yeah. old. I mean, like, who knows? I was
0: telling David, I used to, at my elementary school, uh, the skate. R- skating rink was r- like literally right next door so you yeah. could walk kind of down a rural road and then the next building big thing was the skate yeah skating rink isn't that weird i think that's like cows amazing. everywhere yeah. and it's old and so we'd all just walk after school with teachers yep and it'd be like a you sign permissions things whatever anyway i love it
1: well, it's we are those
0: things that you feel like okay dropping your kids. off. It's at, like the oh, bowling no, alley
1: It's like um not that I would drop my kids off at the bowling no. and leave there But <laughs> I'm saying that like um the oldness for me as well. Yeah, like. yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, for it's sure. very like old-timey All
0: right. All well, right. So
1: let's talk about more about so what's going on in you guys cuz that's where we're at now So well,
0: we were talking about edibles. I just took a hundred milligrams by the way How
1: do you feel about how are you feeling? I
0: think I feel good. I think that'll be good. That'll probably start kicking in in about thirty minutes. Okay. Um, and then David has been making me. He I've been made me some to Lovely make it, yeah. butter. He made perfect can of butter.
1: You think I did? Yeah. Do you think I used too much in the brownies?
0: No, I just think the brownie recipe was a weird hippie recipe. It was. And I think you just got to go with the box a brownie box.
1: I think you're right. But
0: you got to follow high altitude uh, instructions with okay. a brownie box. All right. And that means adding in flour and
1: you gotta add a little flour.
0: You have to add flour to the dry mix. Oh, okay. And I don't remember if it's decreasing or increasing the, the oil. I think it's increasing both the oil. I we'll have the to water. check it out. Um
1: Well, okay, so here's the deal with that. So with the in, so I use this levo oil machine thing that we've had forever.
0: Oh, yeah, so there's no oil.
1: There well, no, you can do oil. You I can know, do but anything. We have butter. Well, I made butter, but I could make oil easily. So, you just like put it in this thing and they like, fucking, what are you doing over there? And then, like, it uh, infuses it and it's pretty cool. Anyway, we, so we did that and it was awesome. And, but I think that's what's been putting you to bed. Like, I think, like, that's what knocks you out and makes you go to sleep. I think it's sleepweed.
0: They do make me, no, edibles just, no matter what, they kick my ass. In a very body heavy way it's never like when I smoke weed. It's all for like the mind high and the the brief like energy and like um, Euphoria, you know that I get in your brain and not for like the heavy indica type feelings that you get in your body um, I'll and all what, edibles, yeah. no matter what, always hit me. really That's exactly,
1: you're, you nailed it on the head. I mean like that now that, cause I ate one. That's mm. why
0: I recommend them for nighttime for like sex yeah. and stuff. Cause your body's really sensitive. And yeah. then, so you have great sex and then you fall asleep hardcore.
1: Yeah. Um. That's what you need. Your body needs to sleep and recover, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, but those lower doses, like doing like five milligrams, like during the day and stuff, that's all good. That's good. That's for good like. Too. That's not going to, like, impact your energy. No, though, not at all, like that. man. Um, anyway,
1: Let, let's, talk, let's talk about another thing. What? Um. So another thing that's that been going on with us is we watched the whole Leftovers thing, and we're done.
0: Okay. I don't think we even talked about the Leftovers too much on the show at all. We
1: haven't, but we've been watching the Leftovers, and we've been really watching it. And we were, you know, it's only three seasons, and, well, not It's on all. HBO. I mean, that's a lot of seasons. But... Yeah, we watched it all. It's
0: 28 episodes.
1: And, we, and mm. we're and we done. Like, we made it through. And okay, man, so the
0: premise of the show is there's, like, a rapture-type event that takes place. But it's not religious or anything like that. There's no, like, proof that this is a rapture thing. It's But it's something that, like that, where 2% of the population just inexplicably disappears, like, before everybody's eyes. Right. And it's like a study on... Grief and how people you know move on from a sudden loss like that especially maybe specifically loss that uh, You know isn't doesn't end in death. It's like this mystery, You're right? We so, don't know. like the unknown lo- using losing someone to like the unknown and um, And it's by the lost guy Damon, yep, Damon Lindahl and Justin Thoreau stars in it
1: i thought it was extremely good it's
0: great it has wonderful music it's just another hbo fucking jaw-dropping series they've like, all of their I mean, things is that...
1: anything that they've ever made been bad i mean like
0: i never i'm honey they made sex in the city right well that's the one that hasn't held up can't stand up
1: I know, but, time. but it was unlike the wire. Well, the wire can just go forever. <laughs> we should watch it again. You know, what's always amazing to me in the wire is when they start off and they have beepers, right? And you're like, oh, my God, so old. But then towards the end of it, they have they almost have smartphones. They have like flip phones.
0: Well, they have. Yeah, they're following te- text. Yeah. Right. Yep. As opposed to and, the yeah. beeper. And callback situations, so
1: it's still like people can get it. you know what I mean, like what are these devices they're using?
0: I mean, yeah, so I guess it does It's very dated in that sense, but
1: it's pretty good,
0: oh God, the wire's so great,
1: and then, um, so yeah, so the, the leftovers. leftovers, yeah, so good,
0: um. So, yes, we really recommend that show.
1: Yeah. And Dr. Mantle raising we, it. We
0: watched it because we were so into Maniac, which was that Netflix series that Justin throws in. He's fucking hilarious and an oh amazing God, awesome. actor in that. And so seeing him in The Leftovers has been really great. He's just very... He has wonderful comic timing and he's very well rounded and then he's very easy on the eyes
1: you know why baby which is funny I don't know <laughs> if you saw it because you were asleep I think but in the very last episode when he comes to Nora yeah and he's like I'm just here on vacation and you know I mean like I never asked you to that dance do you remember that yeah okay he is almost like he's like 40% Dr. Mantle Ray right there and it was like should I wake Catherine up and make her just sort of see this? Because he's like acting bizarre. Uh, you know, oh, he's yes. like he's, he's doing his fake and weird. Uh, like his face is <laughs> shaped in that, like, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Sally Field is a Maniac, you guys. Oh my she's god, she's her dad, her mom, her dad.
1: <laughs> she's fucking unbelievable in this role. They're hilarious, I, like, she did you so have to good. Watch man. It um <laughs> yeah so anyway we just anyway watch it it's very good it's not and i know it's old and everybody's probably like yeah we saw the leftovers like 25 years ago when no it, came out. it
0: finished up last year and it's like it was completely like snubbed with emmys and it's one of those shows that not anybody watched and it was critically acclaimed like, in um, yeah. all reviews and stuff, people were like, this is the best show people aren't watching. This is the best show 2017. Yeah. um, And a lot of people didn't watch it. So go check it out. It's got all these wonderful religious themes and just, like, you know, very humanist themes. And then there's, as with all of the shit this dude does, like, a lot of just questions and yeah. unknowns and mind fuckery. It's very it's good. It's great. The lady in *Handmaid's Tale* is also in it, Anne Dowd, who plays—I forget what her name is—and the Handmaid. Oh Tale, yeah, but she's them, the bitch.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. The
0: bad lady.
1: The main lady, yeah. But she's also very protective of those ladies. She
0: is, but she's also abusive to them. When she's um, she
1: is, she is
0: uh, brainwashing all of them. And let's not forget the spirit of the original book. Okay.
1: Yeah. Let's not. Those forget
0: ladies them. were not good ladies. They weren't um let's not
1: forget the original
0: spirit of the book i'm serious i know i don't like everyone you know whatever
1: you're a literature girl
0: it's a book it's a book it's a book first okay (laughs) read the book it's like very easy and it
1: did you read about it what did you read about it
0: did i read about what (laughs) the book wait are you talking about portlandia Should we watch that episode? (laughs) I know. Do you see how I know exactly what you're (laughs) talking about all the time, and I just go there with you?
1: Let's watch that today. It's so funny, man. (laughs) I
0: was in like the Boulder subreddit, and someone was like, basically anything on Portlandia relates to Boulder, living in Boulder. Right? (laughs) It does. Ridiculous.
1: (laughs) So dumb. Okay, Um, we're
0: okay. So we're gonna watch the. Did you read it? Did (laughs) they say? Did you read it? Did you read it? And then they don't they eat it? (laughs) Did, Did you eat it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's up? It's Listener Letters. Send your letters to Mom and Dad are stoned at gmail.com. With your weed or non-weed related questions, we would love to answer them. And you can write us there in general with anything you'd like to say or share. Um, Anyway, today's letter. Hey, guys. Uh, my question is How do I explain to people that are anti weed, like my family or doctors, that smoking helps me so much and that it's not at all like using hard drugs? How do I de- deficient? I can't say that fucking word. Differentiate. differentiate myself from a junkie that people in my illegal state think I am to someone. Additionally, using a plant to survive. Thankfully, marijuana is finally on the ballot in my state, Wisconsin, in November. So I'm really hopeful that soon I'll be able to legally medicate. Oh, my God. We
1: know somebody in Wisconsin. We know lots of people in Wisconsin.
0: And yes, anybody, please. Okay. I do want to read her a backstory, which is lengthy, but I think that (coughs) it is really relatable um, It's relatable to me and I can, uh, anyway, some backstory about me and my marijuana use. I have a shit ton of mental health problems. I've been in inpatient uh, behavioral health five times in the last year for suicide attempts, suicidal thoughts. Every doctor I see lectures me about my marijuana use um and how using it will make my problems worse and counteract other medications well i've been on many different cocktails of meds including some super hardcore ones like lithium and they fucked me up girl i believe you i know for some people they're life-changing but that was not the case for me smoking weed however helps me immediately it's instant relief unlike pills which have horrible side effects and take weeks or months to maybe work Weed takes away my suicidal thoughts. It motivates me and actually inspires me for the future. It helps my anxiety so much and helps with my insomnia. It makes me want to not die, which for me is obviously a big deal because I've struggled so much with suicidal thoughts and depression. Yet every doctor and therapist constantly lectures me about it and acts like I'm fucking shooting up heroin or some shit. And it's really frustrating because like I said, I've been on many pharmaceuticals and I can say without a doubt that marijuana helps me way more than any of those have hands down. I'm just tired of being told I need to go to AA meetings or other drug addiction treatment. When really I feel like I'm medi- medicating myself naturally and much more effectively, uh, marijuana is literally life-saving for me. So anyway, that's that. And yeah, I mean, I have much less of a, a hardcore, you know, experience with it. But that's how it makes me feel as far as like when I think of things that make me not want to die, you know, yeah. that when I frame it that way, which is the fucking truth, it just it's so, so important. And so just terribly, terribly unfair. So, I mean, I'm not familiar with, with, with Wisconsin and who lives there and what the demographics are, but I know that everything's changing and it's changing. I mean, the times are changing and it's picking up pace, you know, and, um, hopefully changes within your state will happen. And that obviously, you know, increases the pace of people's education levels. Um, But it's just something that we all have to take time, take the time and understand that it's going to take a while for everybody to get on board. Um, In any place, I have to feel like there is at least some area of somewhat progressiveness. Do you know what I mean? Like, in the most like, like, I would imagine there's a part of Wisconsin where there are liberal people or whatever and so i'm thinking of like just as far as in terms of healthcare and stuff maybe traveling a little bit more to get to a different type of area if you happen to just be in a very you know conservative type of area and that's how the general consensus of people feel about pot maybe getting out of that would help you in terms of like finding a medical professional um But, you know, you're being totally honest with your stuff and it just seems to me that you know far better than anybody else how this stuff is affecting you. And I'm just I absolutely 100 percent agree that there are people that, you know, have such great and positive feelings with um, pharmaceuticals and stuff. But there's also a shit ton of people that are horribly addicted and don't know how to get off of it and never dreamed that they would be on this drug for decades upon decades and yet now here they are and they have to go off of them and stuff. So many people are using cannabis in this country to get off of pharmaceuticals um, completely. So yeah um, before you know it, these idiots that are saying, you know, that you need to go check yourself in and go join AA and stuff or NA or whatever um, are going to be the minority and you have to find for now, um, you know, someone that's more in line with your beliefs. It's okay to find a doctor that is, you know, more in line with your beliefs. Like I couldn't put up with somebody, you know, I'm paying them a copay, you know, and they're going to tell me terrible shit about something that's changed my life. I don't want to hear it. I don't have any patience for that. So, um, as far as like, what they're saying as far as like, they were talking about like cannabis interacting with her drugs and stuff. And I, I know that that's a thing for like people with schizophrenia, but everything that I've read as far as like antidepressants and cannabis, it's just, I don't, I haven't read anything like that. You know what I mean? That they interact with each and the same goes for um CBD. So anyway, I guess, unfortunately we can't change everybody's mind right away. Um, and I just feel like if you're not in the position where you want to be educating others, you know, because it's not your job, you know, that's fine. And you don't have to. And it's your job to rather than find somebody else. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, but she's asking about, like, explaining to people that are anti-weight. anti anti-weed. I feel the same way with family, especially because family, it's like you really don't want to fuck up relationships over something that everybody's opinion it's highly politicized it's uh mirrored in uh you know propaganda that we were all taught as children so it's weird and we're all defensive about it in the beginning we're like what are you talking about that's totally wrong and that's for losers and that's not good for you and that's a this or that or a gateway drug or whatever that's super addictive and it's going to ruin your life and um uh, you know people get defensive and stuff so I'm all about being patient and laying low for a long time until people legitimately are showing signs on their own of being ready to learn more or understand more. Um, So, if my family kind of knew, like I, if it would be something that maybe I'd mention one time, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then never, you know what? I really don't want to get into it with you guys if you're not really going to want to talk about it in an open way. Um, And then later on down the line, you can make yourself available for education when people are much more receptive to it i just never want to like i'm not the person that's going to be convincing people that don't want to be convinced that's not to me that's too irritating and for a family situation that like ruins relationships and it's over something that is so like meaningful to you that you're highly sensitive about it do you know what i mean And then so anything that they say that's dickish and wrong is going to hurt you to your core because it's something that's literally kept you on this planet, you know, Um, and just always being really honest about that part. Always hold that that aspect of it above everything else, no matter how great it makes us feel when we're super stoned. You guys, this stuff literally does save people's lives, keeps them from killing themselves, you know. So there you go. Yeah, that's it. Good luck to you. Just be patient. Um, and yeah, I hope that was somewhat helpful. I think it was. Send in your questions to mom and dad are stoned at Gmail. We'd love to hear you guys and best of luck to you, letter writer. Um, I love hearing your story and don't let these people get you down. You know way better than these people that make money off of um, prescribing you fucking drugs um, about how these things make you feel. Okay. You just do. You're in charge of you.
1: Oh, my God. All right.
0: And Mm. welcome to Stone Conversations with Believe It and Catherine. Okay. What's up, David? Hi, honey. How oh, are you? What um, are you going to tell us about today?
1: Okay, well, last week you told me to choose, and you had several topics, and I chose the Dyatlov Pass incident. Okay. Okay? Yes. So um, I'm going to tell you a little
0: bit I do have a question.
1: About it. Okay, yes.
0: Had you read about this ever before?
1: No, never. Okay. Never, ever. So um and I gotta say like um I'm gonna just be forthright and say that it's not that mysterious.
0: Oh, that's
1: okay. All right, all right. So oh, wait, um some
0: more coffee. Oh, okay. You can keep okay. talking. Do you want me to get no, you
1: no, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. So let me just and, medicine. I'm good. No, I'm great. Okay. So let me tell you about this incident. So essentially, in a nutshell, in 1959 in February. Um, the Dyatlov Pass incident is named after the group leader of nine hikers in the mountains of Russia Okay, so they set off on an expedition of hiking expedition And the just so you know, these people are, um, they're like expert hikers Like they're classified as like level two And after they complete this hike, they're level three So that means that they can hike in any condition basically so essentially, this is an unsolved death case where all nine hikers awoke from their campsite in the middle of the mountains in the middle of the night. OK, they were in a, a campsite. The weather was getting starting to turn bad. They decided, hey, instead of marching down the mountain, we want to keep our altitude. So we're going to do our camp here. So they set up their tent for the night in the snowy conditions, and they all got in this fucking tent, okay? Okay. And they're all in the tent. And then, mysteriously Is there more than one tent? It's one tent. It's one big tent. Okay. And they're all in there. And then, mysteriously, in the middle of the night, all nine of these expo- hikers left the tent. Uh, they bolted. They And their dead bodies were found up to 1,500 feet away from the camp in various places, okay? So let's, why? wow, what the fuck, right? So basically what happened was they sent some researchers up there to investigate what the, what the hell happened, and they came upon this destroyed snowy campsite, and they noticed that the tent... That They were in had been cut from the inside out. So something happened where these people had to get out of the tent instantly They cut with a knife a giant hole in the tent and leapt out Some of them were wearing pajamas with no shoes. Okay mm-hmm. um, All of them were underdressed for the weather and they fucking took off so first of all about 500 feet away from the camp outside the, um, this giant pine tree in the entrance to a forest there was the first group of dead bodies that they found okay so they found the dead bodies of the uh these people and uh, <laughs> they were they were sitting upon a campsite that they had created a little uh fire right and um one of them you could tell like by the branches in the tree that they were under that they had climbed the tree to probably to get a good look around to see where the fuck they were so they could get back to camp okay so all their bodies were dead
0: Yes, you've said that three times now. I'm just explaining dead Their it. bodies are dead. We get it.
1: Okay. They had little clothing on, too, all the way. It took... Okay, <laughs> yes, I'm ready. Right. Okay. After, the, after that, okay, they found a few dead bodies there. Okay. It took two months to find the remaining four hikers' bodies. Okay. So their bodies were buried under snow, and they were... They were a little better dressed. They had appeared to be wearing some of the clothing from the first hikers who died, okay? So, like, they're wearing, like, coats and, like, wrapped around shit around their feet to try to, like, keep their legs warm. So here's where it gets weird. An investigation was launched, and the bodies were examined, Okay. The bodies with the there were bodies with trauma like their chests were caved in and one of them had no tongue and no eyeballs Okay, and those were in the later group that was buried under the snow All right (laughs)
0: why do you keep asking me if i'm okay Uh, i don't know okay so much i don't
1: know i'm sorry so um there were no signs of trauma from the outside of these bodies decayed in chest like it's almost as if they were hit with an incredible force which means like there were no lacerations It's just like their bones were crushed their cavities are crushed right so it's um so it's like they get hit by a car but there was no struggle Like, there was no footprints in the snow. There was no, like, people, like a bear or anything like that that attacked these things. So here's some of the theories as to why they found these bodies in these conditions. First of all, Mm -hmm. the most popular theory is an avalanche. Mm -hmm. So the idea is that, that an avalanche occurred in the middle of the night that caused them to flee their campsite. And their bodies were found buried, okay, under the snow and the trauma would have been from the force of the avalanche on these people's bodies that cave in their chest okay uh, and then after more research though through the area the landscape did not support this theory as the train showed the sign showed no signs of avalanche okay so weird and then but they also chalked the uh, you know the tongue and the eyes out like wild animals did that okay found the bodies in the snow cuz it took 2 months to find the bodies
0: are you high do you want to smoke more weed
1: no i'm pretty high
0: you are? Yeah. What are you high off of? I smoked
1: that blunt. I smoked that thing.
0: Oh, that blunt. Okay, I'm
1: going to like let, that. Me, let me have this bong right here. It's am am right. I telling the tale okay? Sure. Okay. I feel like I'm not.
0: I mean, I guess.
1: <laughs> All right. You didn't
0: like start out by explaining what was creepy or mysterious about it. Well, I, just like very haltingly
1: I know. I'm revealing just... things
0: as you. Eat. It's okay. This is
1: how I'm telling the story. All right, let's it's hear It's my it. story to tell.
0: I want to hear your story. Okay.
1: So here's the one that I find the most intriguing is infrasound. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: this theory suggests that the winds traveling around the mountains yep. caused a vortex of sound that would induce panic attacks in the humans, causing them to flee the site. Uh, the bodies were damaged, the body damage. Yeah. That
0: would be <laughs>
1: And it like, gets in your brain and makes you have a panic attack All of you at once, all nine of you And you have oh, to leave God. So this is explained because they may have tripped over Some branches like the sunken cavities They think like in their panic attack In due state, they were running through the woods And they stumbled and like fell upon rocks Okay Another popular theory is military testing In the area, okay This theory suggests that The complete the uh, campsite Fell in the path <coughs> Oof of soviet missile testing yes with parachute mines yes so these parachute mines would weirdly enough would detonate above you in the air because Whoa, i guess what? we're on parachutes and the explosions could have caused like the hikers to flee uh,
0: that and would the, make me flee right for sure. if you
1: heard like explosions above you you might want to rip out of your fucking tent and run naked through the snow
0: I mean, I guess.
1: And then uh, the other explosions might have created a concussive uh, wave that might have thrown them to the ground, thus explaining the crushed cavities of their uh, lungs and shit, rib cages. Okay. Here's another one. All right. Paradoxical undressing.
0: Yes, what is that? That's when you have hypothermia.
1: That's right. So when you have hypothermia, as these people may well have, You had, get fucking hot. You start burning up, and you want to rip your clothes off and get cool. So uh, what they think, this theory doesn't explain really the damage to the bodies or anything, as well as the fact that some of the parties were trying to recover clothing to warm themselves up in the end when they were found. So I, think... I don't know. I mean, could be part of it. Who knows?
0: So basically... So... <laughs> Something happens that's scary enough that they cut their way out right. while unprepared for their conditions. And these are people that are very educated in survival out here or whatever. Yeah.
1: During... They're like expert skiers, yeah. expert hyperkers.
0: Um, And they run in like two different groups in different directions or whatever and end up, you know... I guess disoriented and unable to like group back together or get back to camp or go back to the tent or
1: they're dead. Who, then they have who to knows die. what?
0: Um and yeah, so then they have to die. And then with and then their bodies are recovered with bizarre uh injuries that I really do think it's the avalanche. But
1: well, I mean that's what you said, but what about a Yeti? Because one of the yeah, popular beliefs be is that it could be a Yeti attack. That is prime Yeti. Because of the uh, location. Area. That is where the met Yeti myth was born. Okay. A Yeti could for sure have ninja Punched them way, all in the punched chest. Punched them all the chest, killed them all, and, <laughs> uh, and okay. ninjaed their way around the snow. Because they live in the snow. Okay? so um, And they
0: make terrifying sounds that would scare you the fuck out that's of your a tat.
1: That's a legit theory.
0: I just feel like I am the type that would stay hiding in my tent forever.
1: Well, here's but but
0: like an avalanche is what would make you get up is knowing that snow is coming to fucking, you know what I mean. That's what would make you get up. Well, not like a spooky sound. Well, listen to this. Yeah.
1: Some of those dead bodies had trace amounts of radiation in them.
0: What? Which, which some, people,
1: some people believe in the military theory, yep. like with the explosions, because it was legitimately in the path of military exercises. And not all the bodies, but some of them found were found trace amounts, with trace amounts of radiation, which could indicate that maybe they were in the path of a small thermonuclear weapon <laughs> that was being tested. Dang. So what do you think about that?
0: That's the thing with these uh, mysteries that happen in other jurisdictions, yeah, you guys. Like, you don't even know. They have different like, rules. Like, the information you have, you don't even know. I mean,
1: the, the Yeti is one of their theories. <laughs> okay? So, I mean, like, it's a fucking Yeti attack, of course. <sighs> so anyway, you know, what really happened is the most popular theory is exactly what you said an Avalanche. Um, And with the animals eating the tongue and the eyes out of the body found that was buried in the snow. So
0: but are there any plausible explanations for the radiation that go Mm. along with the avalanche? Oh, no, (laughs) man. But I
1: mean, like, to be fair,
0: how about false test reports? That could be.
1: Why not? I mean, maybe they aren't advanced in that way. I don't know. Well, well, anyway, that's my tale. To, that's my answer. I hope I did an okay job. I that's feel like spooky. I didn't tell the story right, but it's okay. But I love you.
0: Edit it so it sounds good.
1: Okay. And, and, I, don't,
0: the, and I don't sound evil. You're not
1: going <laughs> to And then um, also, it's time for me to give you your, your test.
0: Okay. And this test. is
1: one I've thought about. I was going to go with one. Oh, no. And then I decided to change my mind and okay. go with this other one just based on something that happened within less than a 24-hour span. Okay. I have decided to ask you to teach me why the band Led Zeppelin is obsessed with J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit. Okay. And the Lord of the Rings trilogy. All right. Can you please explain that to me? I will. Okay. So that's what I would like to know. Okay. The Hobbit, bitch. Right. Bye. 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 Hey, Catherine, what? what's going on in stoner mom's personalized grow? Well,
0: shit, you tell me because I haven't been you. down there.
1: We lost we lost a plant. We lost a fighter.
0: Can you believe that? <laughs> you guys. I can okay.
1: So I, here let me just I want to back up And say that before I tell which Which plant it is this plant I feel Like I've been under some kind of voodoo curse Ever since I've gotten it because it's a strain that I've wanted to have on my own um, I switched Around two plants I couldn't remember exactly Which one was what And then finally I had to just go and get the same clone and then clone that clone to have my own mother plant because I couldn't stand it anymore because I just couldn't stand knowing. The plant that died is Chewbacca. And it was in your tent, and what happened was two days went by, and I, you know, I'm sorry. I missed, skipped a watering. I was like, they're fine. They're doing great. I went down there, and they're all like, we're so thirsty. So mm. I, I watered them all. I was like, here you go. I'm so sorry. Here, I have extra. Oh. Like, spit it out. There's so much in your mouth. Oh, no. And then um, the, the the Chewbacca plant, like, I checked back on it a few hours later, and it was still like, uh, all the other ones were like, thank you.
0: And up oh. and Oh,
1: and my leaves are pointed directly upward, like, reaching towards their light source. I so, was so like,
0: much. you bitch.
1: It's like I'm still sad. It was too, I'm past the point. I, I checked it the next day and it was still in the same condition. I was like, you're dead. And oh, I had to chop fuck. down a flowering plant and throw it away.
0: Fuck.
1: Never done that before. But now, Hey, you know what? Yeah, what? I learned an important lesson. What? Make it? sure your plants are all watered all the time. Okay. <laughs> Cause some of them, but you know what? That just made me think like the, the, okay. So in my other tent, your other tent, I have another Chewbacca plant from the same place where I got the first Chewbacca, and I assume that they have at least three three to four mother plants, so the first strain that we got, which you loved so much, was a good one. I think the one that died was a weak one, and the one that's in the other tent, who also didn't get fed for two days, is still like the strongest plant in the tent, so I think we have a superior Chewbacca plant, thankfully. That's going to be very abundant for us in this second tent. But everything's looking amazing. Your grow is looking beautiful. I'm very excited to say probably in another three weeks we're going to be harvesting that shit. I don't know. We'll see. And uh, I'm so excited because that means we're going to plan a weekend where we sit down and chop weed and trim it up.
0: Yay.
1: That'll be a lot of fun. So if you have any suggestions for movies for us to watch, let us know. Yeah. And that's what's going on in the stoner
0: mind Maybe we should just both like pick different things.
1: Okay, we could do that.
0: And you get a pick and I get a pick. Let's or do that. It's either that or like binging on a series, which is really I don't care. brainless and easy to do. It's
1: fun. But it think let's fun. think about it. It could be fun to make do a mix movie tape.
0: We could watch Red Riding.
1: Let's watch it. We that's fun. I like that.
0: Do we have the DVDs? Is that what we have?
1: No, we gave your dad the DVDs.
0: What do we have?
1: We have, I don't know. Some I don't even remember.
0: Pirated copies. It's in the
1: memory banks way back in the um, Unilab know. Uniblab 3000.
0: Who's in, isn't there somebody in that? Yeah, Andrew Garfield's
1: That's in right. it, who's Spider-Man. But there's also like, um, who's the other guy? The pedophile guy? I don't the know. nightclub owner guy? He's somebody right mm, i don't know well, i can't remember we gotta watch that shit again anyway oh it's fucking sean bean from fucking uh game no. of thrones it's ned stark oh remember fuck
0: me it is do not... you remember that no it's ned
1: it's him it's sean bean absolutely which person the guy the, the guy nightclub with owner the with the wig and who's like yes
0: he's wearing a blonde wig or whatever
1: yeah well, that's his real hair. He just kind of grew it out.
0: Oh, it's all straight. He's oh, gross. I go, oh my god, it's exactly like Ned Stark's hair. Except he was not probably getting ready back. to
1: do Game of Thrones. <laughs> wow. Anyway, there you go. Watch, watch that. It's uh, watch that. Is what I said. Anyway, that's what's going on. in Ends <laughs> grow. <laughs>
0: right, guys, we are up to Shout Out Corner. The easiest way to help the show is to leave us a rating and review in iTunes from Crabs. 1976 Nice. Hmm. Uh. Is that the year it happened? These two are the best. (laughs) As a returning veteran and sliding into the medical cannabis world as an alternative to Big Pharma, these two have not only reinforced my decision, but also shed a different perspective on the subject for my beautiful, patient, kind, straight edge Except vodka drinks here and there. Never done anything except have a drink now and then. <laughs> what? Keep doing good things. We need more people similar to this.
1: Who's that person they're that describing?
0: Their wife, I think.
1: Aw I love that. That's I- really nice.
0: Um, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time to leave us a review, friend.
1: You're awesome.
0: Um that go on to itunes and do that you guys it really does help the show and next our house of van eaton members a shout out house of van eaton is our membership site and community of adult stoners who support the show as well as everything we do over on the stonermom.com members have access to podcasts videos vlogs and live sessions with me and believe it learn more at thestonermom.com and click on the membership today we are shouting out members stacy and ian what's up y'all
1: you're brand new thanks
0: for being members. Welcome. thanks for joining uh we've been quiet on the membership for the past month or so we have been um, sorry and we will get better about that starting now they no. done boom results done um that's it for this episode y'all we're gonna get some mexican food yeah we
1: are yum i can't wait totally let's get some chimichangas that
0: shit Thank you guys for being the best listeners in the world, and um, we love all of you and love doing the show with you guys and for you guys. It's the best. Um, That's it. Mom and Dad are stoned is made by us, David and Catherine. Learn more more about us at thestonermom.com. Our music is by Deaf Girl. Follow her on the gram, at deafgirlmusic, and listen to her on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash dot n dash that's dot dash e n dash d a s h you can follow the podcast on twitter at mom and dad are stoned we need to be on twitter more why am i even telling people to go on there when we're not on there somebody get (laughs) on there act like a podcaster you guys love our show whatever Let's all do that. Follow David on Twitter and the gram at CO Weed Grower. And follow me everywhere at The Stoner Mom. We'll be back again soon. Until then, please remember to be safe and responsible with your cannabis use. Always be kind and smoke weed every day. Bye.
1: Bye. Love you
0: guys.